0: this morning i was sitting outside doing my journals with a cup of coffee and i have a little blocked in area outside my kitchen area it's a wood fence it's older Um, you can tell it's kind of went from a nice bright wood color to a dark kind of dingy old color and when you walk out there's a solid fence wall with the neighbors on the other side and a gate to open up all the way down at the end of it. And it's about the size of like a standard kitchen. I have a couple of chairs out there and I'll put out a coffee table, stack my journals up on it and drink a cup of coffee. And I just started doing this like more often very recently. And I'd been wanting to let my cat out a little bit. So that's actually what kicked it off was I gave him a little time To wander around and walk outside and see everything and i keep a pretty good eye on him but he is out there he is meowing at uh seeing the birds and stuff and luckily it's high enough that he can't get up there but still keep an eye on him to make sure and it's been nice and i highly recommend just getting outside and i was for about 10 minutes just sitting out there sipping my coffee keeping an eye on my cat giving him pets and just enjoying the feel of it and it's going to be another like 94 degree day at some point so I took advantage before it got too hot to just enjoy it and one of the things that has sort of sparked that or got me interested and in paying more attention is I read all these books about You know, being present, meditating, being a better parent, uh, how to be more present with your kids, set a better example, all the things I kind of believe in or have come to believe in or understand differently, which when I look at where I thought I would be in my early 20s if I were to become a parent versus getting to the point where I just knew I didn't want a parent, be a parent, to getting to the point where I had a kid and had to be a parent. And I remember one day... I was on a run, and I had been paying attention to my daughter, not really using screens and stuff for her. and I was on a run one day, and I was listening to an interview on this podcast called Word Balloon, and it's a comic book podcast where artists and writers and stuff get interviewed, and he was, John Centris Sunt- is the interviewer, and he was interviewing this writer-artist, Jeff Lemire, who lives in Canada, and... Hold on one sec. And he had talked about how they got rid of their TV and he still watched hockey, but he did it on his laptop and that was it. And I was like, why would he do that? I mean, it kind of had like a sense, but I started researching screens and why he would, you know, get rid of his TV and stuff. And so that's what kind of kicked off my anti-screen parenting whatever philosophy views which have carried through today even though her which has actually been reinforced by the fact she wakes up and goes to bed and has copious amounts of screen when she's not with me so it's just all these little building blocks and trying to be more present which it has helped me i see all these parents which i've talked about recently either staring at their phones and ignoring their kids or just spending all their time behind their phones photographing and videoing their kids and not actually being present in the moment and so I have tried to set the example to my daughter and I'm actually now just starting to deal with the crap that other parents deal with with kids screaming and freaking out about not having devices and all this stuff so not the point of this conversation but I checked out this book from my local library, which I highly recommend, I'm actually getting rid of everything and not, not everything, but all my books and stuff that have just been piled up and I guess to show off to people that I read or try to impress people. I don't know why. Um, I love books, but it was getting a little ridiculous. So uh, I've been utilizing the local library a lot more for my daughter for nine years. And I was like, oh yeah, why in, aren't I doing this? So now my books that I buy are nearly non-existent. So this book is called How Exploring the Senses Got Me Out of My Head and Into the World, Life in Five Senses by Gretchen Rubin. She is also uh, probably a little more famous for The Happiness Project, which is also a great uh, podcast that I highly recommend. Um, So this has helped me kind of start to focus on being more present and reminding me of things I kind of already knew, like... um, putting my phone on grayscale so it's less addictive and it's less enticing and it helps kick you off it and I've been doing really well for quite a while now of being on my phone less but I do notice if I get sad or lonely or whatever then I will pick it up it's a great go-to and this morning and I've been doing the thing that I kind of got from Ryan Holiday where I will listen to podcasts in the morning when I'm kind of getting ready and stuff, especially when I have my daughter because like while she's sleeping and I'm starting to get lunches and breakfast and stuff together, I like to listen to a podcast, but I don't get on my phone other than to start playing the podcast. And even that is kind of lesson. and I went through and deleted a bunch of podcasts and I've been trying to listen to more audiobooks, which are free on Hoopla and Libby, which I have talked about a lot. Um, so it's just trying to be more present and not touching my phone, not randomly scrolling through email for no reason and just delete 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 all things i can do at a later time Uh, i haven't been touching my phone when i go to the bathroom which is hilarious to say that but literally everybody i know gets on their phone in the bathroom like it's just oh this is quick and easy and then you stay in the bathroom for way too long or you know i see guys (coughs) and i'm guilty of this too or have been more in the past of standing at the urinal and just like peeing and staring at their phone. It's like nuts that we can't even like take a pee without being on our phones. And I think it's also important to realize like you're not that important. Like, I mean, maybe the president, but even that, like he w- seems like he would take a breather to take a pee without, you know, having to be connected to everything. So I've just been doing these little things that we have built these horrible habits with of just not being able to let this thing go. And you hear the stories of, you know people trying to get a selfie on mount rushmore or where you know wherever walking in traffic and dying like what a way to go is that it was so important to try to post to your instagram that you fall off the edge of a cliff and die or you're walking in traffic in new york and just get hit by a car and you're dead because whatever was on your fo- phone was more important than your life um which if you don't believe me google it it happens way too if it happened once it'd be way too frequently but it's more than once and the intention here uh, other than not dying i guess is looking at the world around you she kind of starts it off with like moving and going and when she started to do this book and try to pay more attention she was like i wasn't even noticing my kids like i'm getting them ready i'm making them breakfast i'm doing these things so it's not that you're being a bad parent or anything but she's like i would just not pay attention to my kids if somebody was like what did you wear that or what were your kids wearing she's like i don't i don't know i didn't look at them i just did the things we all needed to do and got out the door and she's like so now i take a minute to just look at my kids and be present with them for 10 seconds 30 seconds a minute whatever you can spare and kind of getting the point where somebody said hey what were your kids wearing today like she could be like oh yeah this um, and it is crazy the things we miss because we just getting this habit and I see it all the time. We're out at restaurants and stuff, people. And again, it's not all phones by any stretch. We're not paying attention to the world around us in many different ways, but where you just see a family or a boyfriend and girlfriend or a couple or whatever out to eat and they're both just staring at their phones. And I saw this mother and daughter once at Starbucks sitting in the corner, like, total bonding moment and they're like the daughter was playing on a switch and the mom was just flipping through her phone and I see that all the time or a version of that and it's just so heartbreaking because if something happens to your kid or happens to you like what is the memories you're creating what kind of situation is oh yeah I remember sitting at Starbucks having no idea who my mom was or not paying attention and with my mom having just passed I remember talking with my dad about this a while ago But I was like I had told my mom at one point like write down things write down memories like my mom could was a great writer and she could write a book if she had wanted to maybe not a actually she could probably write a thousand page book based off the life she had but just give us a few pages of highlights of your life maybe a couple of bad things which was always something great about my mom is she didn't mask things really I mean sometimes to what seemed like a detriment but she just didn't mask things she would be open and honest and talk to me about things or I'd say thing and she would you know, the right thing to say was this or the parental or adult thing to say and she'd be like, Oh yeah, I felt that way, or oh yeah, I went through that or, you know, yeah, that that was really dumb of you. What were you thinking? And I appreciated that, especially as I got older, but even as a kid I could kind of see the benefit in not being lied to, which is again one of those things that translates where I don't lie to my daughter. I will tell her there's things she's that I'll tell her when she's older. I will tell her there's things that aren't age appropriate or give her a little bit and say we can talk more about this later and you know but I don't lie to her and so all of those things are about being more present are about paying more attention about as you're walking out the door just look at flowers by your door look at the way the shoes are positioned look at what you have on the wall I mean we hang these things up because supposedly they mean things to us and then we don't pay any attention to the fact they're there I had this little section of my wall that is dedicated to pictures of my daughter, a couple of me in there. And there are times I just, and I didn't even kind of realize that I was doing this good thing, but I'll just sit there and like scan over them and look at them and remember that memory. And remember when I took that picture of her, which again, I'm not anti pictures or anything. I I just like be more present, don't take so many pictures, but um, create memories, not pictures you're never going to look at again and or barely look at or whatever anyway that's all their side topic but just pay attention to the world around you listen to the sounds like even when your kid's freaking out or having a moment or getting stressed or you're starting to escalate like just stop and listen to this moment where your kid is losing it and just kind of under try to understand why they're losing it or try to understand a little bit more and you'll be more patient and your kid will probably theoretically calm down or come to their own solution when they're ready without having to solve their problem or whatever it is like but when you're more present and you're paying more attention you might even notice why your kid's upset where you can talk to them differently or understand they just need a minute and I try to do that with my daughter so that when we do have pressure moments I can be like hey we uh we really got to get going here like there's this is not one of those times like being late for school being late for work whatever it is and just talking to her but at least I'm explaining even if I'm not being as empathetic as I can in that moment and I would like to think it's like that whole theory of for every negative thing you have to give like seven nice things so I just try to like get that uh that built up for the nice things so that whenever I have to be like all right time to go time to go uh I hopefully have seven or more things built up to uh, give me that breather. So anyway, the point of this is Life in Five Senses, Gretchen Rubin. I recommend reading it, listening to it in audiobook. It is available on Libby, I know for sure. And just try to be more present with yourself, with your life, with the things around you. Because, yeah, these phones are so great, he says sarcastically, but isn't it? better to know the world around you, not somebody else's life or their pictures. Or again, if your kids are like, oh, what are you doing? Like, oh, I'm taking in the world around me. I'm looking at the beauty of nature, not these pictures of people that I don't talk to, I don't really know. Or like I hear it all the time, oh, this is how I keep up on things. Well, (laughs) if you're using Facebook to keep up on family and friends, maybe you should just call them. Maybe you should, like I use Marco Polo a lot. And at least I'm seeing their face. At least we're talking and sharing differently. I'm not just scrolling through Facebook. And again, that might be an excuse, but I'm not just scrolling through Facebook and seeing their lives. I'm actually hearing from them. And again, could reassess that and maybe do a better job. But anyway, all right. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. And I hope things are going well and parenting is as fun as it can. Oh, That just sounds weirdly cheesy. I'll stop. Goodbye.